0: Welcome back to another episode of Business Mindsets in Minutes. I am your host, Nicole, and on today's episode, we have a really interesting topic that I'm excited to dive into with our host, Beatrice, today. So I'm going to go ahead and introduce Beatrice. You can get a little bit more of a background on her, and then we can dive right into some questions that I have for her. So Beatrice is a young entrepreneur who decided to combine her interest for social media and sustainability to build her own business. She helps businesses and online coaches in their sustainability industry and helps them to grow their online presence and manage their administrative tasks. This is a topic that I have never really touched on on the podcast, Sustainability. So Beatrice, thank you for being here today and I'm really interested to dive into sustainability and business with you today.
1: Hi, thank you, Nicole, and hi, everybody. Nice to be here today. Thank you for having me.
0: Of course, of course. I'm so excited to have you here. So Why don't you tell us to get started a little bit more about you and how long you've been doing this business for and where did it come from? Did you always have a passion for sustainability? Um, and then, what specifically is it that you help these coaches and these online service providers with in terms of sustainability?
1: Of course. So my whole journey with sustainability started after I watched a documentary on Netflix called "What the Hell." I watched it and I was completely shocked. Um, I'm not going to go in details, but the documentary talks about, you know, how, um, what what are the environmental um, consequences on how, of how we're living today, you know, and everything ties into the government in the U.S. and it gets complicated. But what shocked me about the documentary was the big damage that we are doing on ourselves, not only um, around, you know, the earth topic, but also on humans. Um, The thing that stuck with me the most was the fact that some of the meat facilities were uh, next to um, low income populations and how that affected them. And they were very sick and nobody was doing anything about it. And that made me feel like I had a moral obligation to do better um, for others and for the environment because everything's uh, ultimately tied together, and so that was, I think, mid 2018, and I was shook. I was like, okay, I, I think I gotta, you know, review some priorities I have in my life. <laughs> and right around that time, um, where I started learning about sustainability, I also picked up a job as a social media manager at the um, International um, Office of San Francisco City College. And I started my passion, that started my passion for social media. Uh, Time went by, graduated, you know, I'm from Italy, so I moved back to Italy. And then COVID hit. And I got to a point where I was like, okay, I cannot find a stable job job here, both because of COVID and because the unemployment rate is very high and blah, 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 very, very long list of problems. Um, And I thought, oh, I will just start something for myself. You know, nobody can stop me. I learned, I learned English, I speak English, I have a degree, you know, I have a few skills in social media that I can explore. And um, in the meantime, I was still doing consultations here and there, you know, just for friends or people, you know, from word of mouth, um, it came across me. And so it was uh, late 2020, and I came across the virtual assistant world. Virtual assistant world opened, like, it, it wasn't a door, it was just like, a, a huge gate, I was like introduced to this world and at first, you know, when you decide to do something for yourself, it's a bit scary, you don't really know where to start and which direction to go, so to keep me going, I just picked up, you know, a volunteer job, I volunteer for a job and I was like, okay, I want to know if this could become real, I want to know how this world looks like and I need to dive in to understand I picked up this uh, part-time this part-time volunteering job and I kept doing that for about six months and having that uh, kind of backed me up a little bit throughout you know the first stages of the business and uh, a few months in after I understood you know all the services you have to offer platforms and everything it comes the time to decide who you want to talk to, you want to help, who you want to serve as a business. And in the online community of entrepreneurs, I came across a lot of people who had skills to serve to other businesses or, you know, people. Um, One was maybe um, very well in PR, one was very good at uh, software designing and all of that stuff. But I didn't have any particular skill that I could offer and move away maybe from corporate and do it for myself you know so I thought okay if I don't have that how am I going to move forward you know first stages are a little bit (laughs) confusing and um, I uh, went on a course for three months and I was like okay I think this can help me figure it out and it did I learned that uh, you can become an entrepreneur and start your own business, even if you don't have a set of skills that, are, that you're very good at um, to start with, because there is something that we are all passionate about, at least one thing that we all like and we all care about, or we've been doing for a while, maybe someone has been in sports, maybe someone can play music, you know. And for me, it was that passion of sustainability that started from that Netflix documentary. And I always kept it going, you know, I, I always kept doing research and looking for you know, alternatives to products and stuff like that. And I decided that I wanted to use what I've learned and what I've been building my skill set in social media management uh, towards what I'm passionate about, meaning helping business in sustainability to grow because I'm passionate about sustainability. I want this kind of lifestyle to become more and more popular. And so I combined the two and uh, that went perfectly well. There is a huge community online, amazing community uh, in uh, sustainability, you know, and people do all sorts of things. Uh, I think one of the things that I've seen the most are people trying to um, bring awareness up, you know, Families who live sustainably, families who never had like a, you know, disposable diaper used and never, never used a disposable diaper in their life (laughs) with the kids, Uh, which to me is, is amazing, you know, because if you think about it, we have all these alternatives and um, we just don't use them and we just use disposable stuff and like, like there is no consequence to it, you know. And, um, and so I started growing a little bit and uh, I am really happy now. I can say that, you know, I struggled uh, because everybody struggles finding clients. Uh, and I questioned, you know, if the niche I picked was the right niche. Uh, but ultimately, um, I always came to the conclusion that yes, I did because I like it. I like working with sustainable businesses, you know? Mm -hmm. So there is no like going back. I don't think like, oh, maybe I can work in real estate or maybe I can, you know, work in music or work with graphic designers. I know nothing about it. I don't care anything about it. (laughs) I care about sustainability because of the earth and because of all of us that are right now being affected by the way we're living.
0: Interesting. Yeah, I love that. And sustainability is so important and it has an ever growing importance too. So I love that you are really incorporating that into your business. So what specifically do you offer? Is it VA services with an emphasis on um, making their business more sustainable? Is it social media management? How does that look if someone were to work with you?
1: I do offer uh, administration services as a social media, as a virtual assistant and social media management. So what I basically do being someone who lives sustainably is, you know, I offer a view to the table that is something that a business can relate to. You know, they know who they're talking to. They know that the person they're talking to is someone who understands their language, is someone who, who shares their views and their values and all of that. And I think that is, uh, that is a bit of a change for them because um, what I notice is that they can let go a little bit and not worry too much about the content because they know that the person that will put out the content for them is someone that understands what they're sending and what their mm-hmm. business is standing. Hmm. Interesting. And, uh, yeah, that is the big feedback I had, you know, yeah. the biggest big feedback I had is like, oh, it's so good that I don't have to worry too much about it because that's ultimately what I want to help with. You know, I want to take that away from you and, you know, do it for you in a way that your business will be valued, will not be, it will be understood, not the contrary.
0: Yeah. Wow. I love that. Yeah. I'm sure that's such a breath of fresh air for businesses that are sustainable. And that is like a key point in their business and the way that they do business and their frameworks is sustainability. So I'm sure that's such a breath of fresh air to be able to find someone with the same values so that they don't have to explain to somebody Oh this is why we do this and this is what's important to us you know it you understand it. you live that same lifestyle so that is amazing i love that i have not heard anybody who has the same passion and has started and built their entire business based on sustainability. But I love that. And I really think it's the future. Um, So yeah, wow, this is amazing. So happy that you're here (laughs) chatting to us today. So I'm curious now, when you are working with these businesses, what is one of the biggest challenges in terms of sustainability that you see your clients
1: having? Um, I think getting uh, the message across because of, you know, capitalism, I think, (laughs) because um, everything we have today, it's, as I said before, you know, disposable, you take it, you bring it home, you use it, and you throw it away, you know, and sometimes it becomes boring and weird for people to understand it may be a business, you know, they deliver the package to you. And then when you're done using it, you let them know and they will come and get the package, will send you another one and then use what you sent back to refill and to reuse, you know? And there is a little bit of effort to put in that because it's different than just taking one thing, toss it away, and then just, you know, go and buy a bunch of new ones that aren't, you know, for sale. So I think it's more like understanding that you know it's it's not about the offer and the disposable part and you know you get it you throw it away okay you got great it's more you know okay this you need to put a little bit of effort in this but on the long run this is going to be better for you and the planet you know and that is difficult because a lot of people are like oh but you know what does it change if one person does this you know you do it though and you tell someone else and that is two people doing that and then the person tells somebody else and that is three people doing that and it's not only about you know not using something that you use one time and then you throw it away it's also about what it's inside those products for example if you buy a soap and you buy a very cheap soap uh, you know, it's likely that the toxin in the soap get inside the water, and then the water goes down and then goes back into the earth, and, and it's there, you know, but when you buy something from a sustainable company, they know what they put in there, that it's, it's more natural, and when it goes out in the earth, that the consequences are not the same, but this is a long dialogue, and it's hard it's hard to get this conversation, you know, start this conversation and get your point across. So I think this is one of the most difficult thing that I have found mm. in online space mm-hmm. because everybody thinks, Oh, it's just, you know, it's just me. What, what is it going to change? What is it going to change? But in the span of a lifetime, in a span of your friend lifetime, that also picked up that service. You know, the change is big. If you, for example, I know someone who shaved their head you know, and they don't use hair care anymore, products for hair care anymore, you know, the change is big, but how do you explain that someone through a post? It's <laughs> it becomes more difficult you know, on the online community to send this message across.
0: Yeah, yeah. Especially because
1: there's always paid ads of, you know, use this and use that and it's magical and they make it look like it's the solution to all their problems because there's a lot of money in other industries and the sustainability industry, you know, is fairly new. I've met uh, tons, tons of people who are doing something sustainable um, as a second job on the side. You know, and they're investing their own money to do something sustainable. And, and so there's a, there isn't a lot, a lot of money going through this industry when other industries, you know, have much more. And I find myself, you know, sometimes thinking maybe when I watch television and stuff like that, oh, maybe I should get that. Maybe I should. And I mean, it, it takes effort to stop thinking, I see it. They tell me it's good. I want good. I want it. I buy it. It takes a little bit of effort to stop that, you know, process, the thought process and say, OK, but what it's in it, what are the consequences of it? Hmm.
0: Yeah, What's you know, what? that's it? a really great point that you just brought up. I mean, everything you brought up was a, a really great point, but at the end specifically, um, and I agree because I do it, even you do it and you're in the sustainability. Industry. Oh, yeah. You have to stop that thought process of, oh yeah, this looks nice. Or they tell me this is going to be good for XYZ problem. And then you have to stop your train of thought and actually think about, you know, where is this coming from and how is it going to help or harm my body and the environment? So what would you say um, is one of your, or your biggest tip for people to live a more sustainable life and have a more sustainable business.
1: So not to feel overwhelmed by, you know, everybody saying, Oh, live sustainable, living sustainably is doing X, Y, Z, and then A, B, C. It it doesn't have to be like that, you know? The steps that matter the most are right now the big, the small steps, the small steps matter the most. So you should think about what you can do right now. That is a little bit sustainable in your business. For example, you're selling stuff that is in plastic packages, find a paper alternative. And that is, it's a small thing. You know, you're just looking for paper packages, packages, instead of, plastic packages, but on the long run, it's a huge change. A huge change. If you can't just find a way to get those paid plastic packages sent back to you and reuse them instead of having your clients tossing them away. Mm-hmm. You know, and this goes from every kind of business. You know, you can do, you know, beauty, you can do body care you can do kitchen bathroom stuff you know Mm. all around it yeah yeah. even in your life you know there's even small things um bring a reusable bag with you ask if you go buy vegetables ask to put everything in one bag instead of you know having little bags it happened to me last week i went to my usual vegetable store there is like a small store um, down the road, and I asked for the first time I met the owner, um, and I asked the owner, please not to give me plastic bags. I said, can you put everything in one bag? And he didn't listen to me, and we almost started arguing, and they lost a the client. I will not go again, you know. And it's a, it's a little thing. I can change. I go the other way, and there is another one, you know. And if you go grocery shopping in a in a mall or in a mall in a in a supermarket, then bring bring your own bag bring your own bags you know it takes you have put them in your bag in your car and use them it's a little it's a little thing it's a habit Mm -hmm. you know yeah
0: yeah that's so true it becomes you do it a few times and then it becomes a habit and that is I'm sure what's really important in the sustainability industry is to make these small little things a habit so that you don't even think about them they're just in nature yes
1: In fact, this is one of the main things I wanted to bring up, you know, is the habits that we have and we have built in our society, especially is what we um, live on to the next generations, you know, because none of us was born knowing everything that we know today. None of us was born with the values we have today. You know, everything we know, it's something that we learned. Everything, like from everything we think, it's something that we learned, something that was passed on to us. And, you know, there are many factors into it and there's psychology into it and sociology. But if you go somewhere else in the world, they have different habits. You know, even in my own country, I live in Italy. If I go south, I live in north, very north, close to Switzerland. If I go south, they have different habits. They don't have the supermarkets as much as we have here they know they're not used to going there you know they go down the street and then they have the meat place the fish place and they have the vegetable place and then they have the bakery you know and there are all these small businesses thriving there and here small business like small businesses like that uh struggle a lot they struggle a lot and so it's it's all about the habits we build. You know, we're used to go to the grocery shopping, to the grocery store, and they are used to go down the street, and they're like, "Why are you going there? Don't you have someone local that can suggest you good food that you can buy? You know, someone who trusts." And everything everything just changes based on where you're at and how you grew up. So there's no way for you to really uh understanding unless you kind of get out of your head a little bit and once you get out of your head then you can say okay i can change this habit and i can make it more sustainable for me and for others you know uh, for example one thing that we do at my house is like we do not buy small things really small things don't buy a plastic toothbrush anymore like we don't we really don't we buy we buy bamboo toothbrushes Mm -hmm. and it's it's like oh instead of picking up the fancy one that says it's going to clean the back of your throat at the grocery store and you pay like four dollars for it and it's in plastic nothing of what it's written on the on the box You know, it's actually true because one toothbrush does the same work as another one. And you buy the the bamboo toothbrush that is maybe $3, you know. It's a small thing. You go and you you buy the other one. Look for the alternative. When you're buying, um, I don't know, pasta, that is something I do when I go, buy pasta, you know, and I have to go to the grocery store because, you know, prices in the sustainability industry is also like another, you know, weak point because prices are high. I go to the grocery store and I buy pasta and there are like 10 types of pasta. I live in Italy, you can understand, 10 types of pasta on the shelves and eight of them are in plastic packages and I choose the one in paper package. It may be like 20 30 50 cents more but it's a little bit and it goes a long way because that paper you know is turned into other paper instead of plastic only nine percent of plastic is recycled so you know yeah that's not all plastic gets can be recycled also that you know there are numbers behind I can't remember uh, the numbers that are actually recyclable or not but there are numbers behind the little triangle, you know? And some type of plastic, types of plastics cannot be recycled. So, mm. it's just little things. Instead mm. of buying stuff with toxin, you know, buy stuff with n- natural ingredients. Yeah. I, as everybody probably lately, after the pandemic, I use TikTok, right? It's a rabbit hole, <laughs> a rabbit hole. I had to delete it today because I was mm. like, I can't do this no more. Um, and I see, you know, very satisfying cleaning videos. They're very, very satisfying. But I think to myself, why are you using all of these unnecessary chemicals? You know, I, I think I picked up this habit much and understand, you know, um, this sustainability kind of stuff. Uh, but you can use white vinegar with water diluted in water, and that disinfects everything, mm. you know? Interesting. And if I, I have lime, I think it's called lime um, yeah. in my uh, glass, the, the shower glass, mm-hmm. and I've used like, I, could, I didn't know, I used like chemicals to get it off. And one day I ran out of it and I said to my partner, oh, why don't we clean it, let's try clean it with white vinegar and uh baking baking soda. Clean, completely clean. Why are you selling me a five dollar lime away kind of thing when baking soda and and vinegar do it do the job?
0: Yeah, yeah. That's it. I have interesting.
1: my my vinegar um infused in orange peels and i think it offer it also has like an acidic uh i don't know but it also creates like um um like a barrier on the glass and much 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 less lime sticks to it now
0: hmm.
1: i'm like wow. this is all natural it doesn't hurt anybody and I don't have to die while I clean it because it yeah. smells so bad because yeah. every, all the other stuff smells bad. And I think you can agree with me. <laughs> wow.
0: Yeah, that's that's really so, interesting how it's it's the small things, but it's also the industry, these big overarching industries with a lot of money yes. try to sell you these products and the advertising and, oh, you need this because X, Y, Z. But then when you switch to more natural alternatives, It does an even better job, but because it's natural, no one is advertising that.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I clean my whole house with that, you know, surfaces, kitchen, bathroom, and it does the same job. It costs us like less than half, less than half, because I only have to buy like two things, baking soda, which is super cheap and vinegar, which I dilute in water. And, and I don't have to buy like eight products you know get the one with glass and the one with stainless steel St. and the one with for the toilet i mean only for the toilet if you think about it there are like what do you need to use like three products to clean your toilet bs yes, use water with vinegar and baking soda hmm. it does the same thing you know inside the toilet it does the same thing
0: yeah Very Wow, fine.
1: that's Some, like mint drop oil mint yeah oil <laughs> it's just fine <laughs> that's, a, that's a
0: really great tip actually for anybody listening for myself as well it's yeah. cheaper it's easier it smells better you know there's really no downside to it and you can use both of those <laughs> ingredients in cooking if you really want to you know it's it's so multi-purpose
1: yes 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 yes, yes. absolutely you know and that brings us to um something that it's not a strong point for the sustainability industry, which is, you know, the prices of stuff that is a little bit on the high, on the high side. Um, since I came back to Italy, I have to say, you know, even though there are more ways for us here, because there's still more small businesses around to, you know, live sustainably and buy local and stuff like that, um, the prices of stuff is it, it changed, it's much higher than when I was in the US. In the US I could find, you know, um, cheaper cheaper products. Um, but, you know, you save a little bit and if you want to put a little bit of effort, you know, and if there is a sale, you know, maybe that time, you know, you get two for one and you kind of pick it up. And it's okay also to, you know, compromise on this stuff because, it has to be sustainable, yes, but it doesn't have to be perfect for you to start doing it. It's so I don't want people in any way, you know, businesses and, you know, people in their personal life to get discouraged on that. There's always some kind of alternative, you know? Mm. And uh, it just takes a little bit longer maybe to find it because it's not out there as for everything else. Yeah. yeah. But, you know, I, I, I know people you know, you can use honey on your face, you can use um, brown sugar, you can use stuff that you have in the kitchen to take care of your skin. And it's completely natural. Uh, but maybe if you go to the store, and you're looking for, you know, something sustainable, then it's going to cost you a little bit, a little bit more. Yeah, yeah. So I don't want people to get this on that, you know, just I would say, as I do, do what you can because it's still something better than Even, you know, in in people's businesses is the same thing. You know, if you can't go paper in your packaging, then find maybe one or two ingredients that could be a good alternative that are natural to the ingredients you're already using. Mm -hmm. or Materials or fabrics in your clothes that you're doing that. You know, people are throwing, if you're, if you're, Creating clothes. People are throwing stuff away all the time. There's no need for you to go and buy new stuff. Just maybe instead of doing that, you know, maybe start collecting things from people all around you and people you know, and that it's already saving a lot of money to you and a lot of consequences on the environment.
0: Yeah, 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 that's amazing. I'm, I'm happy you brought up price and uh, Just everything you said, I really... Love your passion for this industry. And, you know, it's not perfect and maybe it is more expensive, but at the end of the day, it's always going to be worth it. And the alternatives, it's going to always be better than the alternatives and maybe even more effective as well. Like you mentioned about the shower. (laughs) So, okay. So I am curious. um, So how do you determine which brands are sustainable enough for you to work with?
1: I actually don't do that you know okay. um if a brand is already living sustainably and um you know has its presence or wants to set its presence as a sustainable business then we're going to go look for what is sustainable in the business if everything is sustainable already in the business amazing um and we trying to you know to go to work the content around that uh, but I don't go look for 100% sustainable businesses because that will kind of defeat the purpose of what I'm doing, you know, even if you have sustainable packages, packaging, that is something good already. So okay. I will be like, yeah, sure. Let's let's work together.
0: So you can also help them, of course, with the services that they need and that they're hiring for. But you can also help them become more of a sustainable business if they're not oh. 100% sustainable already.
1: Uh, No, I wouldn't say that. There are strategies to do that for businesses, you know, um, and I've met them and they do a great job in, you know, helping businesses go sustainable, sustainably. I would just take care of their um, social media presence, right? So if they want to portray themselves as sustainable businesses because they changed ingredients because they have paper packaging because they stopped using um, plastic or you know they start using recycled paper in in their packaging um, when they ship in their shipment package then I'd be there for them I'll be like okay let's work your content around it you know uh, okay. because that helps increase brand awareness in that sense okay so that is something that I would do for them um, but I can't say for myself, you know, I, I help you get your business. I will help you get your business. Let me rephrase. I will help you make your business more sustainable. I don't have that knowledge, you know,
0: okay.
1: uh, because it's a, it's a lot of work. It is, it, it's a lot of work, uh, but I know, I know people who do, I know that there are business strategists and coaches out there who target um, Sustainable businesses, but as I said before, you know the industry is fairly new, and a lot of people do it um, as a second, as a second job or as a passion. Mm -hmm. Uh, So those people have to go and look for bigger companies that actually want to move towards sustainability. With you know, if you think about it, it's going to be inevitable because everybody will have to do it at a certain point. So. If you have like a medium to large business right now, um, I would highly recommend you to go and look for, you know, business strategy that will help you move towards sustainable sustainability and having a sustainable businesses business because it's, inevit- it's inevitable, it's going to happen, you know? And the earlier you get in line, the better, the better. Because it's, okay. it's really something that we will all have to adapt to.
0: Yeah, I agree. I completely agree. Yeah. Um, hmm. Okay. I feel like I have so many questions about <laughs> um, things in the future and sustainability for you. I'm not going to go down that route. So I am instead, I'm going to ask you, cause that could be, I feel like a whole rabbit hole. Um, so how does social media play a role in promoting and normalizing a sustainable lifestyle?
1: Okay. So, you know, as I was saying before, Everything we know, uh, we have learned. And right now, social media plays a huge role in what our younger, gen- what younger generations are learning, you know, and how they're uh, growing. Um, I think you know, the more someone is exposed to something that is portrayed as normal and is represented in the media, included social media, then the more it becomes normal in their lives, you know, the more it's a, it's a normal situation, a normal person, a normal presence, you know. And it's, I think this, this is possible as well when it comes to sustainability. And I think we should use the tools we have today, which are social media, to get the message across to younger generation. And the more people pick up, the more it's gonna be portrayed as something normal. And yeah. so people will grow this habit as normal, you know, maybe yeah. the habit of buying uh, a bamboo tube brush instead of buying a plastic one, and consequently, the market, the market prices will change because if someone buys more than more than one person buys the bamboo tube brush, then you know more company will want in. And so there will be more choice. And so the price will drop. Yeah, yeah. You know, as it is now for everything else, you know, there is this competition and sales. And imagine like when you go buy the toothbrush, instead of finding like one or two Bumble alternatives and everything else plastic, you find the opposite. You know, and that, imagine that to be normal if it becomes normal, then there's more demand and then that comes for supply, you know? Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's a really important point is yeah. social media is the future is what the younger generation consumes on, yes. you know, their daily media. So that's a really great point that the more it becomes prevalent on social media, the more it's going to become prevalent in life in the future.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Okay. So awesome.
1: I think this is, this is, important that is one of the things that I like to do you know when it when I say oh let's build brand awareness around your paper packaging you know let's talk about the paper packaging you have let's talk about the benefits let's put it out there because people will see it it will come across and more people will start doing it and it will become normal
0: yeah yeah totally okay awesome wow you've you've really given me a lot to think about in terms of sustainability and business as well. So before we end off and tell people where they can find you, is there anything else that you want to add that we didn't touch on?
1: Um, yeah. So I want people to understand that um, when we say sustainability doesn't have to be perfect I mean that sustainability touches on a lot of points, you know, there is environmental sustainability, there is economic sustainability. And there, so it's, there are many things and one person cannot do all by themselves. Uh, Sustainability is not one thing. Sustainability is not zero waste. Zero waste is part of sustainability. So don't get confused and don't, don't get overwhelmed. One person cannot do all because many of the choices that you wish to make, maybe when it comes to sustainability, are not hundred percent up to you because we live in a society. And so I think it's important for people to understand when we talk about sustain, when we talk about sustainability, we're not talking about one thing only. We're touching on many, many aspects of our lives. Sustainability is not only, you know, changing your toothbrush. Sustainability is also, you know, changing the way you move around. And someone who really wants to live sustainably will walk or take a bike. But I understand and this is not 100% possible for everybody, you know. So it's important for people to understand this and to do what they can, which is steal something. And it's still good. And it's not only for them, but it's for others, you know, the legacy they're living to their kids and their grandkids, you know, because we all throughout the world, we all value family, you know, and sometimes I think we focus on, oh, we should leave money to our kids. Which should a house to our kids. But what house and what money if we're not taking care of the planet that we're living in? Because there's not going to be a house that they can live in a happy life if we don't care for the world that we're living in 360, you know? Yeah. So um, little things. Powerful. Little things.
0: Little things, yeah. No. I, I, I love... <laughs>
1: I feel like I
0: overrun it. I love. I like that. I feel like the whole premises of this episode was just little thing. Small steps are actually yeah. the big steps that you can take, and much better than nothing. Um, wow, this episode. Yeah, it's been really powerful. A lot to think about. So, if people want to hear more from you or how they can work with you, where can people find you online?
1: You can find me on Instagram at. Virtual Rise Solutions for okay. on my website at virtualrisesolutions.com
0: Okay, perfect. I'm definitely going to check out your Instagram um, and see, I'm sure you have some sustainability tips and whatnot on there. So definitely I feel like that is a great account to follow. Um, As you said, you know, it's the small things, the little steps that you can see online and see people talking about that are important and then you can implement those changes. Um, So thank you, Beatrice, for being on this episode and for Giving me a lot to think about. I'm sure the listeners a lot to think about in terms of sustainability and their personal lives and their business as well. So I really appreciate your time today.
1: Thank you, thank you. I appreciate you having me here talking about you know this topic. I think you know maybe we should do it again down the line. You know, absolutely. I Give would accountability be... to your listeners. yes,
0: yes, <laughs> yes, absolutely. Accountability is always key. Um, That's a great idea. Okay, perfect. Thank you, Beatrice, once again. And this has been another episode of Business Mindset in Minutes. Be sure to go check out Beatrice on her website or on Instagram if you want any more of her tips or to work with her in the sustainability world to make the future greener. I am your host, Nicole, and I will see you next week for another episode of Business Mindset in Minutes.